0: Hey, what's going on, Coco? Back again. Number seven. If you're wondering why I'm looking like this, uh, I kind of made a little promise last week that I'd uh, wear a dress. So, coming in my uh, best outfit, my Sunday gown. And um, what better night to share it with uh, Cara? How you going, Cara?
1: You look so pretty.
0: Oh, thank you. It's the uh, <laughs> dress
1: or the hair? Uh, both. You look amazing.
0: I'm going to just uh, strategically place the hair so I don't have any nipple slips. <laughs> I don't want any uh, strikes on YouTube because uh, that wouldn't <laughs> go down. But... YouTube will take the
1: video down, definitely.
0: Yeah, I reckon I reckon that's uh, raunchy A grade material. So, um, how are you today? You good?
1: Yeah, good. Very good. good. Pretty warm here in Adelaide, but getting by, I did some listing, eBay things
0: always fun uh, I'm quite glad it's warm because I'm out in the shed and uh, got a bit of breeze well, under you dress
1: hard, aren't you?
0: yeah well, that's it it's, it's a very summery dress so um, I'm gonna, I can't really show it all but
1: it's, it's
0: uh, a it, does dress. it does go to my ankles so I'm not showing heaps of skin but I think uh, <laughs> I think it does uh, this <laughs> one so, um, um,
1: who is it by tell us who is your number by
0: it's a city chick, so city chick. I can't tell you much more. I don't even know what else it is. It's just a city chick dress. No, it
1: looks, it looks good. And, and am I receiving that one after?
0: <laughs> you are, and I'll, I'll wash it for you. I'll make sure it's washed. It. <laughs> I've got a lot of uh, city chick stuff there that's been sitting there since the storage unit, and it's all going your way because I'm never going to list it. I don't even know how to describe. How would you describe this? What is well,
1: it? Well, it's a maxi dress.
0: The maxi dress is that bloody tight around me guts. i better lay off the <laughs> broccoli. So I'm gonna, I'll do a quick hello because I'm sure someone uh, in me is 28 here already. So I was hoping uh, not too many turned up tonight because um, I'm never going to hear the end of this one. But anyway, <laughs> Mummy Monkey, <laughs> you coming? Uh, who's this you got on, Red Cara. How's the suspense?
1: Internet so plane,
0: and no, not the internet. It's this bloody microphone that Mr. Hollywood uh stitched me up. He talked it up. I reckon he's getting paid by this uh road company. So he told me how good these microphones are, and all it's done is give me grief. So, um, can you, re- can you return it, or are you just like <laughs> <obviously done? laughs> I, I reused the box to send a parcel? So, I don't have the box. Such a <laughs> The first week I used it, it was all sweet. I had no yeah. issues. And um, I didn't expect it to be a absolute nightmare to use. Uh, so tonight I don't even think I'm running off it. So anyway, uh, tonight's chat will be a thrill. Toby oh, did write. Uh, Toby, you wrote a book of dad jokes from what I can gather. So I'd love <laughs> to get me uh, This is like a live chat chat just in the chat. Yeah, right. Uh, You confused me with that. Uh, G'day, Scotty. How are you, mate? Good to see you. Leanne's in. Jazz is in. Um, This must have been the point where I rocked up because uh, Maddie's impressed. (laughs) uh, Gorgeous. Copping a bit of grief. The chat has done a bit of a jump there. I can't keep up with everyone. Uh, Rep Raiders is in. Too funny. It's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be pretty. It's supposed to be pretty. <laughs> uh, Stuart, Rack Raiders want me phone number? Oh, I they're talking, <laughs> <laughs> they're talking to me. That's
1: the best.
0: <laughs> uh, I think he's drunk too much. Well. The
1: beer goggles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> it's the chest hair that does. I, I don't have that much chest hair going on. i got to watch those nips don't pop it out.
1: You look nearly clean-shaven there.
0: No, I'm just not a very hairy dude, you know. It's uh, just not a lot of growth there. <laughs> Dress is very nice. The pigtails are throwing me off. Yeah, this <laughs> has got uh, to be a distracting set <laughs> for you tonight. Did you, did you do the pigtails yourself or did Kate have to help you?
1: Me? Know,
0: I did it. I did it. She's only just got home. Um, she's been out for a spray tan, so I probably should have had one myself tonight, actually.
1: You should have gone with us. <laughs>
0: Brad uh, has dropped your link in there. So that's also in the description for anyone watching back. Um, make sure you go over and give Cara a sub. Check out her channel. Um, I probably won't wear a dress next week, so, I mean, I'm sure most of you are sub to Cara. We all love Cara. She puts out great stuff. But... If you're not, I'm telling you, get over. Check it out. She puts out great stuff. So Noel's in for as Fuck. They're all talking about the dress. Uh, woohoo. Yeah.
1: No more whistling
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Aussie Tip Rat. This is gonna take me forever to get through. So I'm just gonna scroll the bottom. Right oh, no. Yeah. So if I missed you, I'm sorry, but hello. We've got 31 in now. So um Kate's walked in home and gone, not again. Yeah, it's not the first time. It's not the first time, but uh, (laughs) probably won't be last either, but it is what it is. I made a uh, bit of a promise, and I think my camera's uh, slipped a bit there, so I'll fix that up.
1: Yeah, show uh, us your chest.
0: (laughs) I don't want to cop that strike, so I'll have a uh, couple of cans. You never know. Something might get loose. (laughs) <laughs> we're going to get into it. So, we're not going to go through all uh, the rigmarole of what we do every week. Um, everyone, I'm sure everyone is familiar with you. You pretty well, everyone that's popped up in the chat, you're either friends with or they've watched your content. I know that much. But for, if there is someone that is new, give us a brief rundown. Who is Cara? Um, I am now a full time
1: retailer. I. Wow, how long have I been doing it now? Since August. Um, And I'm on Instagram. I have a YouTube channel, which I don't use very much at the moment, um, but I really want to start making content again. Um, I know a little bit about a lot, I guess. I think I have um, niches like vintage clothes and also obviously what we're talking about tonight. Um, Probably one of my favourite things, antiques, vintage, ceramics, glass, things like that.
0: I'm just having a bit of camera trouble here. I'm sorry. It's uh yeah. falling off the back. You look all right. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> 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 it's it's sending some weird stuff in its time, but then it's just uh it's, it's coming. Yeah, it's the ghost. Full body cap. I've done the. I, I, it's, a, it's a bit hard where I am. I can't. It's look. I'm fu- I'm a full legger. So look at that. I haven't, uh, I haven't gone skanky. I haven't gone up round above the knees. So um, I'm being respectable, but I do have a bit of. I spin feel up like here.
1: you're better off in a maxi dress rather than a short dress because the whole time you'd be like pulling your dress down. So I think he made yeah, a wise choice. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna um, <laughs> flip my camera around. Oh.
2: Oh, we <laughs> We're Roman. We're Roman. Nice dress, by the way. Nice dress. Thank you. you. That's would, uh,
0: <laughs> would you give me your number if you send me out at the bar?
2: Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> shit, yeah. But the only problem is you didn't shave your chest. You didn't, say, you didn't save it. Like, dude, like, <laughs> come <laughs> on. That's That's much. There. Okay. That's some respect for yourself, man. Come on, like I, I want to. Can we see the legs? You haven't shown the legs yet.
0: No. Uh, I, I can give it a go. I can give it a go. Hang on. I My mean, camera's has uh, gone awol, cool. so I've got to. Um, I've got to swap the camera into a different one.
2: We're doing some. We're doing some RA. So we're doing quick roaming. Oh, that's got. We're doing some quick, I just got you. I just got you. So Mate, we're in target. Target. To, uh,
0: there's a bit of leg action. That'll
2: oh. be oh, That is oh. filthy. That is disgusting. Dude, oh. have some... Res- actually, that, that, that one looked all right. That one looked all right. <laughs> <laughs> that one if looked all right. right. On left one
0: there. Right behind you there, mate. Have a look through that. There might, there might be some good stuff huh? there.
2: Right well, behind well, you. The other way. Which which behind me? you got to say dinosaurs. what behind. Yeah,
0: it's some dinosaurs. Have a look through them.
2: There's dinosaur the yeah. One, no, yeah. so
0: the smaller ones, look for the grey ones with a uh see if there's one with a spring on its neck.
2: There's one of you with this. this one. Yeah,
0: yeah, get him. Get him. You get thirty five.
2: You get thirty-five
0: bucks plus post.
2: You get thirty-five bucks plus post. He's fucking for sale for twenty nine. Oh. Double fuck check it. One. They're normally fifteen. I'm not double checking target. that one. Yeah, I mean Taj,
1: hey. Yes. Are you, so on, are you in? Are you Are you in the um in the
2: mall? Uh, Harry Potter stuff. No one wants that shit. <laughs> no one wants that. Uh, what else we got around here? Uh we got pops. Oh, there's Pikachu. You love your uh, Pokemon crap. Oh, Jesus, look yeah. at these things. Look at these things.
1: It's huge. I looked those up the other day. Sam's so saying the
0: same, mate. Uh, Second life sales. Sam, she's saying go back to that uh, black guillotine. So it should be fifteen dollars. Right. Make no sure the shelf, because I had some today that were on the wrong rack. Don't price scan it. Yet. Price You'll get less. thirty-five bucks within a day or
2: two on that. Twelve dollar. There oh. you go. Get it. Yeah, but the the boxes not good condition. Doesn't
0: matter. They're for kids. Go see if there's any. Go to the silver. Have a look if there's any silver ones.
2: No, nah, there's only blue and uh, this black one.
0: Yeah, I'll get the black one. Don't worry about the blue; they're not worth shit. The black, you'll get, you'll get thirty-five bucks. I'm telling you.
2: Mm. 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 For the pink mm. bear Rangers. What about th- what about this thing? What is this? This is ten bucks.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> know about that.
2: Looks like Craig from uh, Two Happy Gamers. <laughs> <laughs> There's you, Flipper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that thing can pull up the
2: dress like I can. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Holy is, I can't see the uh, <laughs> I might have to get this. I can't see the is Bradley, Torsy Fripp is Bradley in there. I just found a toy. Yeah. Bradley. Oh, he's shit. For, uh, Bradley, I, no, that's that. I just found Bradley's toy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, a ah.
2: It's wearing the hat, he's got the beard, he's got the glasses. There's Bradley. Baby daddy. <laughs> Baby Bradley. Baby Bradley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what else is here? Nothing else. That's no, all crap. This is all crap. What else we got? Oh, yeah. Hold on. We got pirate as well. Yes. Pirate as well. Oh, there's even a chicken. <laughs> what even are these things? What even are these things? Don't know. Can't look them up because I'm on this. All right. What else we got? No fucking wrestling toys. Oh, there's mario stuff oh jesus what well, mario you got oh they not moving too uh, well 30 30 bucks is it oh say something say something I it. it's crap
0: you no, to we got a baby head bradley in there
2: baby head bradley baby head bradley what else we got? Uh, oh, They're awesome. the Mario
0: Kart sets in there? The big ones? Because I've been selling them like within a few hours.
2: The big Mario Kart sets? The um, real big one,
0: is like 45 bucks.
2: No, they might be around the other corner. Let's have a look around the other corner. Any good pops selling here? Selling fast. The Mario ones. Let's have a look. Uh, what have we got here? Well, here we go. we got some. No, this is just Mario Lego. So we just got this stuff here. No. Uh, they're not no, really,
0: no.
2: they're not really, uh, that good. I'm actually in target cause I've got to find a pair of pants. Uh, I'm going to a wedding on the weekend and I need a new pair of pants because my pants didn't fit me, uh, from the last wedding I wore. So I must've put on a few kilos from this Corona eating and, uh, <laughs> now I need to get some new pants. Oh my God. These things are going up on themselves. Oh, freaky. Ugh.
0: All right, we're getting ready, we, guys. Uh, we're going to go yeah. back to cover. We're going go yeah, go to go back the to the two because we're better looking.
2: Yeah, you <laughs> are. Um, I'll go to the girls' clothes for you later on, and uh... oh, Cabbage Patch dolls. Um, yeah. All right, I'll leave you to it. I thought I'd do some RA for you, but uh, there's nothing really much here. Um, the Wiggles. Oh, just fucking. These things are just going off by themselves. I'm not even touching them as I walk past. Them.
0: That that ghost is following you.
2: Oh, I know. Hey, I'm you,
0: that ghost is following you.
2: I know, he won't leave me alone. He will hey, hold on. The ghost is from your house. <laughs> oh, I reckon of course. The ghost is from your house, mate. <laughs> well, it wasn't my house. You <laughs> look like Harley Quinn actually, like you've got your money. It's not an insult. Nah, <laughs> not, well, that, it's not an I insult, might to, but,
0: uh, you might not get this dress car, I might actually keep it.
2: Where did you get, I was okay. going to say, you wouldn't have fit into any of Kate's uh, Kate's things.
0: Nah, she's like the size of me leg. Um, <laughs> no, I had When I bought that storage unit at the start of the year, it was full of city chick dresses and I just don't want nothing to do with them. They've just sat at the bottom of the death pile since then. <laughs> so they're going to Kara's house next week.
2: Too flowery to wear it at all a wedding, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just going to go all black I'm just going to find black pants, black shirt and that would do because I like to wear black <laughs> Alright guys I might leave you and I'll uh, once I'm on the train I'll uh, have a little bit of watch more but uh, I've got to find these pants, I've got to try them on I suppose because uh, you know in my luck I'll get the wrong size as I usually do <sighs>
1: <sighs> See what happens
2: when you eat too much McDonald's hey, after you do these thrifts you've got to get new pants all the time <laughs> <laughs> See you guys have a good show, yeah, mate.
0: Enjoy. Good luck.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. A bit of Roman Robbie. We haven't had him for a while, but he's no. coming to it. We're we been crapping on, and it's um <laughs> we're six, minutes in. So <laughs> we'll get to uh, we'll get back onto you, the subject of you. And you just mentioned you've gone full time and all that sort of stuff. Now something yep. Brad and Jazz have been talking about this week is routines, and that's yes. something that I need to know about your routine. How much has that changed from going full time? Because obviously, there's a lot more. Well, you're doing it all week long. So, have you yeah. set yourself a routine, or you're still kind of adjusting? Um,
1: I did have a really good routine in the first month, um, very similar to Jazz's. Actually, making sure I always had stuff to go live in the morning, getting up, doing more listing. Be that like photographing or uh, drafting um and then usually going out about twice a week like limiting myself a little bit not going out too much um or um i was going out like first thing in the morning getting some stuff bringing it home um because i am mostly op shop stuff um i'm sort of needing to go like a fair bit um but i don't know i think i'm a little bit at the moment um i'm not in a a great routine. So when I watched jazz, I was like, Oh, I need to do that. And I actually did it today. I made sure I had enough listings for tomorrow and I know exactly what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to do my post tonight. Um, so i want to try to get back into like a better routine. But then again, like we are, you know, our own boss. So it's sort of a perk as well to be able to just, you know, decide what we're doing on the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh- 37 watching thumbs up and go and sub to Cara's channel um so you mentioned obviously op shops is the main thing and you show on your Instagram quite often when you're out thrifting and getting mm. all stuff have you looked into getting into any other way of sourcing have you experimented with other sourcing options with bulk lots or are you just happy just doing the op shop do you think you'll get enough stock to keep going
1: I'm not happy just doing it. I mean, I do RA as well. Like we've chatted about that. Um, I do a bit of online arbitrage. Um, I haven't been doing it as much lately, but I do try to look on um, Facebook and stuff, Marketplace, just seeing if there is any bulk lots out there. I have advertised on Gumtree um, specifically lately just for like vintage clothes lots. I had a few people reply, but. Um, not as many as if I would do like just women's clothes, but then I'd get bombarded with people just wanting to sell me their crap. Um, and it felt like I just wasn't getting anywhere with it. And it was taking too much time, like replying to messages, getting people to send me pictures and then they go and then people would say, oh yeah, that's like $30 a shirt. And I'm like, yeah, I can't pay that for something I'm going to get $10 for dude. Like, (laughs) um, so I really do want to get into more bulk stuff. Um, but it is kind of hard with my niche, um, especially with women's clothes and things like that, um, finding that sort of stuff. I mean, I could do things that I don't really love, like obviously getting like more of the vintage T-shirts and stuff like that. There's a lot of that sort of stuff out there. Like I know that you guys do and you've had a, um the jacket lot lately and stuff as well. Um, yeah, I just don't really want to go down that route yet. So
0: yeah. 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 That's kind of something. If you don't enjoy it, there's no point in getting it. It's the same, like why I'm giving you all these dresses that I have because um, Cause you don't want to list them. I don't want to list them. And I, I don't enjoy it. I, I enjoy listing t shirts and like I like clothing, but um, you, yeah, you don't doing. Then it just becomes a bit of a chore, doesn't it? So if you don't, yeah. you don't enjoy it. at a job. I,
1: we don't want it to become a chore, really, do we? Because, like, yeah. now that we're doing it and it's not our side hustle anymore and we have to do it every single day to make money, um, I don't want it to become a chore and I'm sure it's the same for you as well. Yeah.
0: So you mentioned women's clothing. That's a big part of your game. What else yeah, are some sort of things that you do enjoy to sell?
1: Um. So like I've got my women's clothing side. So that's just like general, like modern stuff. Um, but then like a large portion of my eBay store is also vintage clothing, be it from like the 60s, uh, like to the 2000s, even though 2000s isn't really vintage, um, but nearly there. Uh, and then I suppose I'm like a lot of other resellers where I will just buy most things um, that I know it's going to make me a profit. So that could be board games, like, Probably not electronics, um, but like video games and stuff like that. Um, Books, I've been like really on the lookout for books and stuff lately because that's just been really selling well for me. Um, More of like the vintage sort of style books and things like that, I really enjoy that more. Um, But even kids' books, like I like just loading them up, super easy. Um, But, yeah, pretty much will sell anything.
0: Yeah. And is there anything that you want to get into. So you said you don't really like the men's stuff. And is there
1: Mm.
0: other sort of niches or other categories that you'd like to actually get into and learn about and kind of do Mm. fairly solid?
1: Not really at the moment. Um, There's nothing that perks my interest at the moment, really. And I think I have a lot of stuff, like, covered that I like um, and that I'm going to continue doing. So... Um, maybe like I would love to do more of the ceramics and stuff like we're going to talk about, Um, but I always keep them for myself. So I have a massive collection of stuff Um, and it takes up a huge amount of space. If I want to decide to start buying a lot of this stuff, it takes up a lot of room in my eBay room. So I actually limit myself to how much I buy of this stuff because It is just a lot Um, like some of the pieces, you know, like this is from my collection. But, you know, you can imagine if I was buying things like this all the time, like it would just take up so much room. So usually I wait actually. And this is probably a good tip for people who are starting to not get overwhelmed with it is really be particular in what you're buying. Um, If you're going to start out in this category, really do your research and pick a few things and see if they sell first. Don't just go full hog and just start buying like hundreds of pieces of ceramics, teacups, teapots, things like that. See how they go for you before you actually go crazy on them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you say storage being a, a problem. Do you plan to scale up and maybe hire somewhere to store inventory or do um, you...
1: We actually have a shed out the back. Um which my husband has said that he would build like shelves and stuff in. I do have a pretty good room. Like the back room is pretty large and I do have a couple other stair rooms, but do I really want to start using them for eBay? That's just like a downward spiral. Uh, so I could use, I wouldn't, I don't think I would need to get storage. I could use at the back if I wanted to. Uh, it is just full of spiders at the moment. (laughs) It's like not a job that I want to do. Uh, but also, I'm kind of, I've got around a thousand listings at the moment and I'm happy with with where I am. And um, of course, I want to keep going with the trajectory upwards, sort of thing. But uh, I guess I'm not looking to scale the business to like huge, huge heights. I want to keep it simple. I want to be able to go away if I need to um, and not be stressed about it. Uh, obviously, I want to keep making money, but I'm also happy with with how I'm going at the moment as well.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, just going to have a quick scroll through the chat. Went to a pre-life store today. People just put their racks in there. Ever considered that, Cara?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I'm. Are you talking about Mecco Market, maybe, um, Toby, uh, in Prospect? So there's a few actually that are popping up lately, but that was the first one in Adelaide. Um, so it's a consignment store kind of. I have a lot of those in America where uh, you have a rack, like you purchase a rack from the store um, will you rent it. It's rent a rack pretty much. So you rent the rack for however long, but like you could keep it for a long, long time. If you wanted to, you just have to keep paying the fee per week. And I have thought about it, but I don't know how profitable it would be. It probably would be better for me to sell it on eBay. Uh, I think lower price points in those places go better and I mean do I really want to be selling 20 30 items whilst paying I think the fee there I actually inquired about it was uh 90 dollars a week to rent a rack from them and like the space is not huge so and you'd have to keep going back and filling it up and yeah is it worth my time I don't know
0: uh, Bo and Tilly are in. Just got in, Jutta, you're a star. Next, guys, imagine Judd's dress keywords, flurry, fucking long, fucking dress thing.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's nice. like exactly I, what it would
1: be. I,
0: yeah, uh, literally, <laughs> when I did do some of these, it was, um, <laughs> I didn't even dress. know before. I was just, yeah, dress. yeah floral dress. Uh, uh, that's a
1: yeah. it's a good start, it's a good start.
0: Yeah, wouldn't fit me for maximum shit. Um, Samson's in. Samson's probably wondering what the hell's going on. yeah, what
1: is even happening? So if anyone oh that
0: is anyone new to the channel is wondering why I am in a dress, I uh I made a little pact with the chat last week. That if they went and followed Charlie, um uh, we got her to hundred and fifty subs. That I'd wear a dress this week, and we got her there. So I'm more than happy yeah. to do it because her channel deserves the subs. Yeah. Um, if there have anyone though, Charlie, you do have anyone. <laughs> uh, welcome all new in the chat. Please support Australia's <laughs> forest. Hit subscribe. Yeah, hit that sub button. Um, I'm just going to see if there's any questions. If you do have any questions for Cara, drop them in the chat and um, we'll get her to answer. And we do have one here from Brad. Best way to source Prada shoes.
1: He's referring to the time that apparently I stole the Prada shoes from him. <laughs> Brad, you can just come over to my house. I'll give you some Prada shoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach, how are you, know, brother? Loves the dress. I'm getting a lot of uh, compliments. you getting a lot yeah. of compliments I never get compliments from you. There's like nothing
1: this. wrong with wearing a dress if you're a dude.
0: I might have to do it every week, I think. uh, Uh, Charlie Charlie's over 180 subs now. That's awesome.
1: Oh, that's so awesome.
0: Good job. And Charlie's channel, if you did miss it, Jazz has dropped that in there. Um, We've got a question from Charlie. How many teapots (laughs) do you have?
1: Um, Do you know what? Finding teapots in good condition and, well, just finding teapots at all is actually, in Adelaide anyway, in an op shop is quite difficult. Like, they're pieces that are quite sought after, so they're not usually at the op shop. Uh, I've found most of my teapots uh, at one of my favourite sort of trash and treasure antique places. I rarely find them at op shops, uh, but I do have quite a few. <laughs>
0: and here he is, a big fella. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, that is your uh, husband there, and yeah. well, we all know you've been apart for quite some time, which is um, obviously very tough on both of you, I
1: yeah.
0: don't know how you've done it, to be honest, it's, uh, it's crazy, but you've got to do what you've got to do, and COVID's kind yes. of ruin that for you guys, but I mean, that's obviously a negative that you haven't been, a, how long has it been now since? He's been uh,
1: so by the time he gets back, so he is getting back on December 1st, it'll be three months since I've seen him. So
0: Yeah, it's a long time. So it's obviously a, a, a negative thing that you haven't been able to see each other. But has that actually had a positive impact on your business? Because um, I could imagine he'd be a distraction. He, you'd be trying to uh, yeah. get some work done. <laughs> he'd be sitting there trying to make you watch uh, Paddy Cripps Highlights. I, uh, I I talked to Michaela. He loves loves the Carlton blues. No, he's like he's fine. Um, he can we we
1: he can be a distraction because like we like to distract each other. Like we'll be like, let's go do something together, and then I won't get any work done. But um, generally, he's pretty good. Um, he can go who plays playstation or something um but i think it's had a negative impact on my business probably uh, especially the last few months uh, i haven't been feeling like the best so uh i've that's sort of taken a toll on how i've been my routine that's sort of why i've been out of my routine because i'm just like nah, can't be bothered you know um yeah. so i can't wait till he gets back
0: yeah it's uh I could, I could, not even imagine sort of what that'd be like. So I'm pumped for you guys when you get back together. Um, I'm sure, the pooches are going to be. Can oh my god, them?
1: they're going to die. They will just die. Yeah. They just love him so much. Um, so yeah, the yeah they're
0: going to be excited. Yeah, be I should um, actually
1: feel. I should film them when he comes in. Like they'll piss themselves,
0: probably. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I love saying that stuff when a, a dogs re- reunited. They uh. They are truly Yeah. Um, so when he's off obvi- when Macau's obviously home, does he have anything to do with your business, or is it just a solo process for you?
1: Yeah. Um. We don't. He doesn't do anything. Um. Behind the scenes, but he'll come op shopping with me. Uh, he actually really likes it now. He's been doing some op shopping in Victoria whilst he's been there, uh, by himself, uh, and he's picked up a few things. Um, and even before, like when he was there and then he came back for a little while and then went back, he brought some stuff home for me to sell and things like that. So, uh, yeah, he gets involved in that way, but I do like everything else, like the listing and, and photographing and stuff.
0: Yeah, he, uh, he's flashed some stuff to me that he's uh, spotted in op shops. He's got, he's got a pretty good eye. I think you've taught him well. Yeah, <laughs> he's
1: he's he's better now. Like <laughs> I remember, he used to just pick up random brands and go, "This is, is this good? Is this good?" And <laughs> like, no, no.
0: <laughs> exactly. Nah, Ahmran in. good to see you, brother. Uh, May as well join the army. Yeah, it's um, it's just crazy times. Just, just don't know how have done it. Uh, those dog reunion viral uh, videos go viral probably would Pull into one of your, uh, your youtube uh, videos that'd be good. Cool. so speaking <laughs> of youtube when when can we see when are we going to see the next video are you going to be putting out more stuff
1: yeah i am i really want to i think i just because i've been in a bit of a bad mood lately and um also like my computer i don't have an editing program and my computer is very slow already and I could just imagine if I put an editing program so it limits what I can do. Um, really, like, you know, I'd want to do some what-solds and stuff but you can't really do that on a phone uh, very well anyway. And, yeah, I've got some other things that I want to do but, yeah, I'm going to do them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the app on because I do everything on my phone. I don't do anything. Oh, you computers. do? Yeah, I hate computers. I hate How them. Do you know, so, I
1: just don't... Okay, I didn't know you could like put the picture in the um, in the video and stuff because that's you know what I want to do with like what solds and stuff. So I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll talk to you later and I'll show you the uh, yeah. little app because <laughs> I mean I, <laughs> I'm no professional editor, but I just find it easy. I can do it on my phone. I can do it when I want. Yeah, no, it's
1: no. it is super easy on my phone. But um, I've got to say, like most of it, the why I'm not doing YouTube is just because I'm, like, trying to get used to full-time and then also juggling, like, being by myself and stuff, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and just the, the full-time thing, I've I found that too because you're so much busier. You think you're going to yeah. have so much more time, but you're literally day and night putting in listings and photos and sourcing and research and just never ends. So, it's, like, um,
1: constantly on your mind, you know. You, it is. You, you... you I turn off. I can turn off, but I don't really want to turn off all the time. I'm um, like you. Like you know, you'll, you'll go to bed and you'll be like maybe sitting on your phone and looking, trying to find like a way and stuff like that. And you know, that's that's what I do all the time. And it it yeah. just pushes like anything else sort of out of my mind. So yeah,
0: I've I found I've got to sort of. I've got to find a way to turn off because I've become obsessed with it. I, okay. I'm like a junkie for reselling, and yeah, kind of for a bit that took over my life because that's all that was on my mind. That's all I was thinking of. Yeah, and I, I was thinking about the more important things. Like I wasn't thinking about the important things around me. So mm. I kind of had to like take that bit of a step back personally because I just became yeah. obsessed. And it is. It's addictive.
1: Um, oh, a hundred percent. Like even just even if you're not reselling full-time it can be addictive like it it, a lot of resellers that we know who are not full-time you know it is a huge part of their life like it might be the main part of their life other than their work so it's just one of those things like um if you i suppose it's like just an addictive thing it's that the high of like selling something and and finding things and and things like that so i think that's like why it's a little bit addictive
0: yeah absolutely as I know, like, a lot of part-timers that I speak to do full-time hours. Seriously, they just... Oh, you yeah, kind of have to.
1: I mean, if you want to be successful in, like, um, eBay, you have to really use, have it as, like, another job, really. Yeah. It's it's your second job.
0: Yeah. Uh, film the dogs. Love those bits of the army. Come home yeah,
1: I, I will. I'll see if Mikhail is okay with that and I will. <laughs>
0: Packing up the place tomorrow. It's three night shifts, and I'm out. I'm super get excited. Fuck out, out, out of there, <laughs> <laughs> Drawing Sarah, steer clear from the virus Link from James. Yeah, Zach. Like, uh, oh. A couple of <laughs> <born> virus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, all. At what point do you get a regular sell?
1: I guess regular sales. Are they saying?
0: Yeah. I think that's what, what he means, yeah. So what... Uh,
1: we... Well, I don't know how... It, it, it really depends on how much you're listing. Um, it, it, I guess it's different for everyone. Um, yeah, that's a hard one to answer. It's, so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's different for everyone, really. It depends on where you're going with the business. Like, is it something that you're doing every day? Um, if you're listing, like a few things every day, you'd hope that you'd be selling something once a day. If your items, it depends on what you're sourcing as well. Uh, Are your items something that someone's gonna be looking for like every single day or, you know, are you sourcing a ceramic duck that maybe is probably not something that someone wants, like every day, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think consistency is key too. If you're, like you said, listing every day, Putting up good quality items, it's going to help the sales come along. Kara, uh, op shops catching onto the brands and types of items resellers look. Do you find this change? What changes? What clothing you buy, or do you find it possible to consistently source the same products? Uh, um, uh,
1: yeah, I, I do. I find it pretty easy actually to source the same sort of stuff mostly in the women's category Uh, so women's clothes Uh, I go to a huge variety of shops so um I sort of know around my area now what's good uh in certain op shops so if I'm sourcing one op shop maybe I'll just go there for clothes because I know that it's really good for that sort of stuff but then another op shop I'll go to I know that maybe they have a lot of vintage stuff so um I, I am actually able to source the brands that I like. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to be able to just go, oh yeah, I'm going to find a fantastic witchery top in here. But, um, of the brands that I sell, I do pick them up like over and over again.
0: Uh, when Kara was working full time for a company, she was doing heaps of hours after work on her eBay store. Yeah. Yes. yes. Zach does full-time hours making chutney and selling at markets. The prep is the killer. Reselling again is a side hustle. Yeah, Zach's absolutely killing it with the, uh, I see, he just busted his ass on the weekend. I know,
1: amazing.
0: Yeah, smashing the chutney. Uh, Leanne, so happy to see Kara finally doing what she loves. She's smashing it, absolutely.
1: Thanks, sister.
0: So we are at the 40 minute mark already.
1: We haven't even um,
0: showed any ceramics yet. <laughs> we haven't even got into the ceramics, so. I think we're going to talking a bit of vintage ceramics and uh, your niche. So let's start with what actually got you into selling that stuff. Was it just purely from collecting and where did that start?
1: Mm, Yeah, I think mostly just from collecting stuff. Uh, You start at one point and then you get interested in something else. So um, it all started with vintage jewellery for me. Uh, And I actually did that years ago um, when I first left high school That was my side hustle. I was buying huge lots of vintage jewellery from the States, which she can't do anymore because shipping is so expensive now. But, I mean, I was buying, like, pounds of vintage jewellery and selling it and then keeping the pieces that I wanted for myself. And then I guess I delved more into vintage, like, other categories, and I found that, like, I really, really love, like, more of the ceramic side of things. A little bit of glass, not too much, but... um, I've obviously taught myself a bit about uh, a lot of ceramics and glass, even if I don't collect them, just so that I know if I come across something in a notch shop or an antique store or a vintage store that maybe um, I'll sort of know what it is uh, straight away and I'll be able to pick it up and, and, and on-sell it if I want to or keep it for myself.
0: Yeah, I, I can imagine it's. Uh, this isn't something we're all going to learn overnight, but uh, hopefully... No, it's... We can learn a little if, bit to uh, if anyone. Yeah, interested. yeah. It's a such bit. a
1: diverse category. I mean, first you've got like the basis is you know what error is something from, but then within those there's so many different um, little niches and stuff in those errors, and it just goes on and on and on. So um, yeah, I mean, I've found, I've got a few things here, so I can show you a few bits and pieces um, because I know that we were going to go through maybe some errors and, you know, maybe possibly what those things look like.
0: Yep, yep, that would be good because one question that I had was trying to sort of work out what error things are from. Do they have different stamps to be able to sort of, are they labelled differently or because like I know you get a shirt and say it's on a Fruit of the Loom tag, they're Mm -hmm. different years you can kind of match what year it's from yeah. if there is a the new date actually on the shirt itself as the ceramics do they have something similar like a time stamp as such
1: yeah i mean some ceramics have marks um i'll show you some that's a good one so here's a mark here this is royal winton um this piece I actually can't remember exactly how old it is. It's from like the probably 1930s, 1940s. Um, But the thing is with ceramics is that you're not going to just be able to look at a stamp and go, oh yeah, that's from 1937. Um, So much research uh, initially as well goes into finding out not just um, who the maker is, if it's not on here, um, because... Sometimes they have numbers. Um, You can look up the pattern. Um, Usually most things uh, will have like a pattern. So this one particularly, I I can't remember the the style of the pattern, Um, but it does have a pattern number on it, um, which is there. Um, But that's actually the maker of it. So, I mean, then you'll get some pieces that don't have – this is an older piece. So this doesn't have – um a stamp on it, it just has a number on it. So this piece would be harder to figure out um, maybe who the maker is, especially, but um, for me I can tell that this piece is an older piece. And it's probably uh, Edwardian, so that's just after the Victorian era. Um, it's very delicate and floral um, and that's sort of reminiscent of that era. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, there's just not a definitive answer for like a particular stamp. You have to do your research pretty much until you're able to understand um, what each stamp means, which would it will take a lifetime pretty much. I have to I have to consistently keep looking things up now.
0: Yeah. So you, you mentioned sort of Victorian and such. Um, can you explain a little bit what that yeah. is?
1: Yeah, so each era, I don't even really know who gave the eras their names, but, um, and off the top of my head, I am not going to be able to tell you, like the years, but um, within um, the vintage world, I guess, there's um, Georgian, uh, Victorian, Edwardian. uh, We've got like the arts and crafts era, Art Nouveau, Uh, Then we have sort of heading into like the 30s and the art deco era, um, the 40s, 50s, and those er eras as well are so huge, like there's just not one particular style as well. So, um, like something like this, which I would call kitsch, um, would be from like the 50s. So cute little duck. But then... I could also get something like this, which is from the 50s, like around the, like maybe late 40s as well. So, I mean, they're two completely different styles, but in the same era. So, yeah, I guess. I can sort of show you, um, I've actually got some pieces, like from the Victorian era um, going like on and on. Um, so when we're looking at the earlier years, um, we're sort of looking at pieces that are they're more of like that neutral colour. They look, they just look fucking old. <laughs> like, whenever you're looking at a piece, um, you're looking for, for age because if something is perfect, it's probably not going to be that old. Yeah. So I'm just not getting on camera here, but so that sort of piece is, a, is an old piece. This is a piece of transferware, um, and it's like a little creamer. So this one's quite old, in, somewhere in sort of 1800s era. Um, but then we have these pieces. So this piece uh, is like a coffee pot, and this is also from around the 1800s, the late 1800s. And I'll show you the stamp here. This is a really good stamp, actually. Um, It's Royal Worcester, which, um, yeah, it's really easy to find these ones on the internet because they give you really good information on the bottom to be able to find the pattern and things like that. And also uh, the dates. Some pieces are super hard to figure out when they're from. And that's where the research comes in. But that piece is really easy to work out. Um,
0: when you yeah. say that, let's say I pick up something and I can't find anything on eBay, I can't find anything on Google. What's mm-hmm. the next step? Where would I go? Is there Facebook groups um, where you get information? Or yeah. Is there-
1: yeah. So you hit the nail on the head. There's Facebook groups. There's so many knowledgeable people out there. It's just insane. Uh, and I use Etsy sometimes as well. Obviously, that sort of comes into Google. But um, there's a lot of websites out there that people should bookmark, uh, especially with like for patterns and date stamps and things like that. Um I mean, if someone ever needs to date something, they can just they can drop me a link um on Instagram or a DM, sorry, and I can sort of shoot them a few sites if they need to. Um, but generally, it's a lot of googling, to be honest.
0: Yeah. And then, um, where are we looking? If you're looking for particularly vintage products, where would you look for something to be made? Obviously, China's probably one to
1: avoid vintage yeah i think yeah definitely with more of the ceramics and stuff if you pick something up that says made in china on it it's probably not going to be vintage um sometimes you'll find pieces that have um asian writing on them and they're probably the more older pieces but that's not a definite um because when things were imported into australia from say China or Asia or anywhere like that, um, they would use like Asian characters rather than like made in China back in the day. But um, things like made in Japan, um, a lot of things, I wonder if I made in Japan here, I don't think I do. But, oh, I think I do, here we go. This is a sticker. So this one says made in Japan. Um, a, a lot of pieces were imported from Japan uh, in like probably from the uh, like fifties to the seventies. Um, so these are little salt and pepper shakers. These are super rare. You can't really find these in Australia. I actually bought these um, on Instagram. Um, they're called sissy cabbage, um, and they're like the kitsch again, like very cute and things like that. Out of Japan, like most of the cute stuff came from. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: um, um, with that sort of stuff a lot of different markets have people trying to fake things. Is this something that actually gets faked?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like on purposely faked, uh, but you'll find, you know, if you walk into a lot of different random home decor shops, they will have pieces that try to look vintage. So um, that's where sort of that looking for age comes into effect, like this piece here. I mean, this is not in the best condition, but You can see that, you know, we've got some browning on there. Um, Probably the other side is good as well. You can see that there's like browning on there. And um, a lot of what happens is uh, you'll get some crazing. It's like these little cracks, but it's actually like the cracking to the glaze and not specifically cracks to the ceramic. I can show you an actual. This piece is really interesting. I got this was so cheap because it was actually broken, uh, but they've repaired it uh, back in the day, obviously, like in the probably the Victorian era. Um, and they've actually repaired it. Oh, I can't show you. There it is. They've actually repaired it with staples. How amazing is that? Like with these big staples here so cool um yeah so you are really just looking for age and also like a date stamp or something or or any mark really um but it is sometimes tricky like i've picked up pieces and i've gone is that modern or is that is that vintage so yeah you have to sort of develop a little bit of an eye for it
0: yeah absolutely so how often do you actually see this stuff in op shops is it pretty regular
1: I wouldn't say it's regular, Um, especially, I mean, the majority of stuff that I've got here, um, I think some of it was found in op shops, but a lot of it would have probably been more from, um, I'm lucky because I have a few vintage stores near me that are not really, um, you know, antique. They're not going to be like, that's $200. They're going to be like, oh, that's $20 sort of thing. So um, if you can find a place that has, a a huge amount of vintage and you can keep going back there over and over again i've obviously found stuff in op shops some amazing stuff one of the oldest pieces that i have i found it safe so that stuff but it is going to be irregular Uh, but if you can find some great maybe antique or vintage stores you might be able to find pieces that people actually don't know about themselves so like the antique dealer might know that not know that something is worth a certain amount of money and they might not put a huge price tag on it. So rather looking maybe at vintage stores than op shops would be better if you want to get into this um, on the regular.
0: Which was going to be another question of mine is somewhere other than op shops, where can you source this stuff? And obviously, you've just spoke about that. Is there anywhere else? Because obviously, being a collector, you probably buy stuff off eBay for yourself. Yes. Um, but can you buy stuff off there to resell? Or do you have other places where you can buy it to resell?
1: Uh, I, I haven't really delved too deep into online arbitrage for ceramics, just because they're quite heavy. And like, the shipping alone probably would... If I found something that was particularly, you know, it was worth more money but then they've got $20 shipping on it because it's super heavy, it's probably going to, you know, bring my margins down a little bit. I actually did buy uh, a teapot a few weeks ago now and that's something that I bought to resell. So, it can be done. It's just probably not the best use of your time. That's what I think anyway. Uh, I think that you're better off getting out into the wild and trying to find this stuff uh, in antique stores, vintage stores, op shops. Um, yeah, there's not really many other places I can think that you would be able to get this stuff. Maybe even private collectors, uh, things like that as well.
0: And you spoke about packaging. Um, Obviously, you've got to be super careful, especially if it's uh, Mm. old, expensive stuff. What's your tips on packaging some of this stuff?
1: So I guess the best tip I can give you guys is bubble wrap the shit out of everything. (laughs) If you think that you've wrapped it up enough, you probably haven't, so just wrap it again. Uh, (laughs) But what I do, I've actually shown this on my Instagram before, Um, So if I was maybe um, selling this, I would get a box and I would just make sure that um, the whole sides of the box were um, bubble wrapped or there was paper around it. I don't want this thing touching the side of the box. You can also double box. I just never had an issue with um, doing it the way that I do it. So I don't bother double boxing because it is going to be, if you're buying your boxes as well, it's going to be more expensive. Um, But... Something like this, uh, it would depend on how fragile I thought it was. I might, especially with teapots, this one's not so bad, but with a teapot, I don't have one here, um, you would like bubble wrap the spout uh, and then you would just, yeah, bubble wrap the shit out of it, like I said, and um, make sure that it doesn't touch the size of the box. And then what I do, what I do is uh, when I, before I close a box, like cello tape it, I would give it like a tiny shake. And if I can't hear anything, I probably wrapped it correctly. <laughs> if it's not shaking around, you do not want to hear anything. You want you it want to just be sitting right in the middle because if things are hitting the side of it in the post van or whatever, it's, it's right in the middle. It's not going to get smashed from the sides. And that's usually what happens. People are not protecting the sides of the box and underneath and on top. So it needs to be like a little egg. Wrapped inside the box and put right in the middle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. drew um, got a question there. Do nanas flex on other nanas with their antics or antics?
1: <sighs> Um, I have no idea, man. <laughs> I'm not a nana. I'll, I can flex with some of this stuff, but I don't have anyone to flex to, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, On the photography front, when you're taking photos, are you going to want to sort of model these with a nice little background or um, kind of, you know, a bit of a different colour or are you just going with generic white backgrounds?
1: With with eBay, I will do white because eBay likes white. But if you're doing Etsy or something like that, I feel like Etsy needs more of uh, that sort of background, that cute background or... Um, I mean, it doesn't matter because if someone finds a piece that they like, they're going to buy it even if you've got a white background. It's not going to bother them. But if you really want like an aesthetic store where people come back over and over again, is probably something to think about is, is creating like uh, a background that you use consistently but will look good in every single photo for everything you take. But then again, you don't want to make it too complicated for yourself as well.
0: Uh, the amount of random stuff Cara buys, I wouldn't even look at twice. It astounds me. I legitimately would walk past it every day of the week. Yeah. So, your, yeah, your knowledge um, just blows me away on this stuff because I have no idea. I've looked at it, but it's kind of, yeah, more research on my front before I actually start kind of
1: Yeah, I think you also have to have a little bit of an interest in it. Like you have to sort of want to learn about it and enjoy it. Um. I think it I think you probably enjoy it, like some parts of it, because I know that like the research side of things, I really enjoy that. Do you do you sort of enjoy that? Like the like yeah. finding out what it is. Like that's what I love a lot about this sort of stuff, is that if I pick something up and I don't know what it is, I'm like, I'm a fucking detective, man. I'm gonna find <laughs> out what this is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm big on I love looking stuff up, especially if yeah. it's something that I am. Like, really interested in. And this mm-hmm. stuff actually does grab my attention. Like, I'm interested, and it's more the age and the story behind it yeah. kind of thing. And it's just like, sure. yeah, I'd love to research that stuff. So, it's something I'm looking mm-hmm. into, but um, yeah, it's something I don't have a lot of knowledge about. So, that's why I've picked your brain tonight. So, I can get
1: Yeah, this It's taken me years, like, years to get this sort of knowledge. And I don't know. Like, I feel like I still don't know. A lot um yeah it's taken me such a long time I would even I've probably been collecting for maybe 10 years so over that time yeah I've been developing knowledge so yeah. it's taken yeah. a while and I'm sure it's the same with you with like your match-worn stuff and like all that like it takes a while
0: oh it absolutely It's and you never know you're never going to know everything either and it doesn't <laughs> matter what that is and I've always said that I know a lot about certain things and I will continue to learn because I won't know everything. I've never no one knows everything about everything, sort of thing. That's the way I look yeah. at it. And that that kind of drives me more to learn more yeah. because uh, there's still more to learn and it's just it's just the way I look at it. I um, kinda so love kind of, the
1: fact that I'm never gonna I'm never gonna know everything about this. Like I, I can do this my whole life and I'm never gonna know everything. I love that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Zach has boxes of Bendigo pottery and carnival glass stashed away.
1: Yeah, because we've got the – I love Australian pottery as well. I actually wish I should have grabbed some of that. I've got – I don't display a lot of this stuff, uh, which I should because it's beautiful. I have, like, a display in, like, a spare room. But the Australian pottery um, is that really, like, natural colours – and I really enjoy that. And so I actually just that stuff around my house. So, um, and some of the Australian pottery goes for so much money. You just have to, they're super hard to research actually, because sometimes like the signatures are with pottery, they usually um, don't put marks on them, but they re- like scratch their name at the bottom of the pottery before it dries. Um, and they're really hard to decipher. But if you can find some good Australian pottery, you can know, go for hundreds of dollars.
0: Uh Cassie, so knowledgeable. Always enjoy your content, Cara. Absolutely. Thanks, uh Daniel's in. Rewatch really it when he gets home. I think he works the shifts. So um we're, we're, well, we're past the hour, but one last thing that I had, um, one question that I had on this stuff is what keywords are you looking for? When you're listing something like ceramics, mm-hmm. um, what are the keywords that you want to use?
1: So that comes down to error as well. So With your research, you're going to need to find out the age of the item because that's going to influence, like, what you're putting in. You know, we were talking about Art Deco and Victorian and um, things like that, mid-century, so mid-century modern, which, you know, we're looking at from the 50s to the 60s, leading into the 70s a little bit. Um, So, you know, those are the things that people are looking for because when I'm researching something um, or I want to buy something, and it's like a particular thing that I like, I'm probably mostly going to look for something that's of a certain era. Um, but then we've obviously got to put our um, pattern names in and things like that. So, I mean, this, I've, I've showed this one already, but this is one of my best pieces. I found this in the wild. Um, this is the little, so this is a biscuit barrel. I think I paid like 25 for this. Um let me just open this um so this is a saddler biscuit barrel and i mean if you find a saddler biscuit barrel just just buy it because they're amazing but this piece is probably worth about five hundred dollars um and if i were to list it um i would make sure to put the pattern name in so i've researched this and i know what the the pattern name something roses and I can't remember it off the top of my head, but um, you need to include like the pattern name because collectors of this stuff are going to be looking for a particular pattern probably. So um, that's something to to put in. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's probably the main keywords that you're going to be looking for um, is, uh, you know, what the age of it is, so the era um, we want to put. Um, the pattern name in uh, and also obviously uh the the maker of the item as well
0: beautiful so we are over the hour so we're gonna have to wrap it up but um if you do want to learn more about this stuff Cara put out a very good video on this so go over sub to her channel and uh she's she's an absolute wealth of knowledge you can tell just from the short chat that we've had get over and see what she has to say because it's absolutely uh blows me away but I apologize that I haven't caught up with the chat. Um, that's just got away from me. So I'm just, I've just got to skip this. <laughs> we do have three quick questions that we will finish up with on
1: uh,
0: Instagram. So we have one from Mummy Monkey. And I think you've just touched on uh, the answer to this, but what has been your favorite pickup?
1: Probably um, the biscuit barrels. So I have two Sadler biscuit barrels, that one and another one. And they're both worth quite a bit of money Um, I guess it's that thing again where as as resellers or collectors when you find something that you know is worth so much more than you paid for it that sort of becomes like a really favorite item Um, I do love um, my teacups and things like that so that's something that I'm always on the lookout for um, especially like these older sort of teacups whenever I find these um, I'm so just amazed because they're old and You know, generally this sort of stuff is broken over years. And, um, yeah, definitely um, the teacups and probably my biscuit barrels.
0: (laughs) And um, Toby, Captain Opshop Nerd, what percentage of your sales are clothing?
1: Ooh. I don't know, like quite a bit, I'd say. Maybe like 70%. Yeah, off the top of my head, Toby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the last one is from Flippity Flop. And they are asking, well, they're saying, get her to name your best three qualities in that dress.
1: Okay. I like that I can see your tattoos. <laughs> I like that we've got the chest hair and we've got the pigtails.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's a good, good way to end it, isn't it? And this is probably the last... There's the chest. Uh, I'm probably going to wear a dress. This is I'm suffocating this too. It's an absolute killer. I actually forgot I was wearing it there for a bit. So, um, yeah, if you're watching it back, I uh, hope you've enjoyed that. <laughs> but anyway, um, thanks so much for coming on. It's been awesome to have a chat again. It's always
1: thanks great having to have a chat.
0: We, could, oh, we could have gone on for a much longer. I had a million questions to ask, but... Um, we've got through a bit of it so if you do want to learn a bit about ceramics go inside the car if you're watching back her link to her youtube channel is in the description um i didn't actually put your instagram in there but i'm sure everyone follows your instagram because we all uh, yeah we i
1: all mean i'm active like a lot on instagram guys like don't ever feel shy or anything to message me if you have something um that you don't really understand what it is i might be able to give you some help i mean as i said like I don't feel like I'm an expert at all, uh, but I do know some stuff about this, you know, ceramic stuff. So if you do have something about well, vintage clothes as well or, or just anything that you think that I might be able to help with, I'm happy to have a chat.
0: Beautiful. So uh, that will see us out next week. I might be having my boy Frankie on. We might be having a chat oh. with Frank. He drifted on me, so I'm pumped with that. I, uh, I probably won't rock up into a, in a dress with him. <laughs> he probably won't be too. Um, Could you imagine uh, Frank in a dress? I don't think he'd be able to talk to me seriously like you have. <laughs> I think he'd lose his shit. Um, Brad's dropped your Instagram too. So I'll have Frank Thanks. on next week. Think next week too might be the start of Reseller Wars. I've pumped it up a little bit and mm-hmm. we might go next weekend. So stay tuned. Uh Really excited to do that one. So we're gonna get you back on that, that's for sure. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you, because, uh, we want you on there. Um Frankie can wear the dress. Yeah, I, I don't know if Frankie'd wear the dress. We could try. We could try. But anyway, and this will be on the podcast too. So I uploaded another one today. So last week's chat with Charlie, and there's going to be some more stuff on there. So um if you haven't gone over the podcast, go and have a listen. There's going to be some podcast-only exclusive content coming up soon. And uh, we'll keep pumping that one too. So then uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks very much, guys.